1: podcast this is
0: eddie what's up everyone this is miguel and we are so thankful that you are tuned in for another episode of the god life culture podcast welcome back to another episode. Um, if this is your first time listening, we want to say welcome to the yeah. God Life Culture podcast. Yes. Right, we have a lot of first time listeners these last few weeks, and people that keep jumping on board. So we want to say thank you for tuning in, for listening, and for checking out you know this podcast. Yeah, and the
1: same things goes out to our first time watchers. So if you're watching us for the first time, welcome to our YouTube page um, or to our reels. Um, we've been pretty much everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can find us um and we're just excited for all the great things that are going on
0: yeah and if you are tuned in and you enjoy what you're listening to be sure to subscribe if you're watching us on youtube hit that subscribe button hit the like button comment share do all of the things if you're listening to us on apple spotify anchor be sure to subscribe and follow us there so you can be notified every week whenever we drop a new episode we are just coming out from easter weekend yeah. right resurrection sunday and um you know i know a lot of times this is uh, a weekend that a lot of churches have a lot of things happening programs yeah. events um just people within their families right that have True. you know gatherings and special events so definitely it was a nice easter and nice time with family with friends yeah. and um you know i just hope that all of you listening and watching as well enjoyed your weekend
1: yeah and you know this is the day after resurrection sunday or easter sunday yeah i'm allowed churches do productions or they do like you know the worship team does a big set or you know so this is like the day where people get to like relax <laughs> true it's like Oof, we got it done all the rehearsals yeah. are out of the way everything is done they get a little break and then maybe the next big thing is like mother's day if they do like a mother's day special program um so it gives them a couple of weeks to like catch a break and yeah. you know to to just rest
0: yeah. And I think this is, um, you know, the time of the year, at least for me as a teacher, where the school year starts flying. Yeah. You know, um, it's like spring break right now. So a lot of people have off um, teachers and students. But like after this, it's already the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. It's already uh, time, you know, to start wrapping up the school year. And that means summer is approaching. It is Fast. on its way. Yeah.
1: Very true. And I think the good thing is, you know, usually, um, you know, it's also the time of year where like travel picks up. So everybody starts their vacations and they're, we're going to go here for the summer, even if it's like the weekend trips. Doesn't mean you're like flying to Cabo or you're going to like the Bahamas. It's un- like, you know, people go to like the Virginia beaches or they go to maybe they drive down to Florida. Um, so it's the time of year where things start to kick up. Yeah. And I think also, you know, given. You know, unless things change because a lot of the restrictions uh, because of the pandemic have been lifted, you know, it's kind of maybe the real first summer back yeah um so people i'm sure are gonna go buck yeah and people
0: are <laughs> catching up right yes they haven't seen certain people in yeah, a long yeah. time and It's like two years or they haven't traveled and this is their like first year where they can travel yeah um you know and a lot of the you know the things that come with that we see our social media posts yes. right and we get to see where people are posting and where they're yeah. going and you get to see them packing and for a lot of You know, a lot of times I think we've all been there. You're watching someone else getting ready for their trip while you're at your office or at your <laughs> desk or, yeah. you know, with your kids at home. Yes. Right. And there's someone getting ready and they're in their matching airport outfits, they're <laughs> matching <laughs> luggage and yeah. they're taking their airport picture. And you're again at home, yeah, you yeah. know, over a hot stove, cooking for your family True. or trying to keep the kids together or trying to plan something. And, you know, your work obligations or home obligations have you tied up at the moment. Yeah. But I think this is a feeling that, you know, we can all resonate with. True. And it falls under this new term, right? That I think yeah. it's, you know, the idea is not new, but the term is real trendy now and kind of, you know, picking up now. And it's the idea of FOMO. Yes. We have heard this before. Out. The fear of missing out. Yeah. And uh, what comes to mind when you hear FOMO? What it kind of like, what do you think of? I think
1: initially when you think of the word FOMO and, you know, it means different things to different people. Um, but I just think it's the, uh, the idea of, oh man, I wish I was there. Yeah. whatever it is, it could be a fun activity like a vacation. It could be a concert. It could be a party. It could be a service. Like maybe this is really great, like service happening. You know, next town over, you can't make it. Yeah, um, anything. It's just in in, in in. It's a moment, an opportunity, an experience that you wish you were taking part of, and for whatever reason, you were not.
0: Yeah, I remember. Um, it actually just came to me as you were talking. Uh, the one recent time I guess I felt FOMO was a few. Um. Uh, I want to say a few months back I think it was like November the beginning of December there yeah. was a concert happening um, I believe it was in New York in the Barclays Center it was like Maverick it was yes. Israel yeah, it was yeah. a bunch of artists yeah, and like gospel tour. artists yeah. yeah and they were so close and so many people that was at the time where there was so many like different restrictions yeah. and you need to be vaccinated all these different things and a lot of people I knew and even from our church had gone true, Um. Yeah. and they were posting videos and I just remember being at home <laughs> like oh I wish I was there uh, you know um but this idea of FOMO right the fear of missing out there's so many different definitions and the way people describe it but it's a worry or an anxiety that a person feels when they think they are missing out on something exciting or important you know yeah. which is what you said um but a, another definition i saw that i thought was very interesting was the fear that not participating is the wrong choice.
1: Oh, that's true too. Yeah. So
0: we'll get into yeah. that. Um, you know, this idea that, you know, you're choosing not to do something. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, after the fact, there's this fear of, did I do the wrong thing? Did I make true. the wrong choice? Should I have participated? Should I have gone? Should yeah. I have, you know, so I think, um, you know, when we talk about FOMO, a lot of times, you know, like you said, it means different things to different people. There's so many different ways that people experience this. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest way right now we experience this is through social media Very because yeah. a lot of times we won't know what other people are doing, mm-hmm. where they're going, where they're at, who they're with, unless we see it on social media, right? If you were to delete your social media apps, Mm -hmm. would you still know and be connected to what everybody around you is doing within Mm -hmm. your circles? For some of us, maybe you have Mm -hmm. strong relationships that you'll connect anyway. Mm -hmm. Somehow, some way you'll see them in person often and ask and catch up. But for others, I think, a big you know this issue of FOMO may just disappear right (laughs) if If you just didn't know what other people were doing around you yeah
1: yeah it's very true and I think that it, it really depends on personalities yeah I think that there are people that suffer from FOMO and for going down the route that you're speaking of um and it's that FOMO was triggered to them because of social media then it's true if they didn't have social media to begin with then they wouldn't know what they were missing out on they wouldn't know what you know things were going on that they feel like they should have been invited to or would have wanted to go to or maybe were invited to go to it but for whatever reason they they weren't given they couldn't whether it be financial commitment wise or whatever um you know and then there are others that are just you know they always want to know what's going on so the social media aspect of it wouldn't even matter because they're just the type of people that the fear of missing out is so ingrained in their personality that social media is just an active participant of that bad habit that they have
0: yeah and I think there's so many different, you know, levels, yeah. right, to FOMO and topics like this because I think there is a normal natural healthy version yes. of, you know, missing out Mm -hmm. being you know fearful of missing an opportunity right Mm -hmm. and i think that you know some of those feelings and emotions and thoughts it's definitely okay yeah right i think um you know which is crazy because in researching just looking at a few things they've actually a lot of medical journals and scientists have diagnosed this as an actual social disorder Mm -hmm. so this isn't just kind of like i think a lot of times people would just say things like oh my god major fomo right but for some individuals right Medically, Mm -hmm. they actually, this is a social disorder that they suffer from Mm -hmm. because it triggers a whole bunch of different side effects. Yeah. Whether it's anxiety, depression, sadness, loneliness, and it goes down that whole path, right? So I think that's when it becomes unhealthy. Right. When I have this fear of missing out because I'm looking at what somebody else is doing, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at someone else's perfect reel, perfect photo, perfect Mm -hmm. post on Instagram, on social media. And then I immediately begin to feel negative feelings, right? Whether it's negative feelings about myself, Mm -hmm. negative feelings about those individuals, negative feelings about my life, about, you know, what am I doing with myself? I'm such a loser. I haven't accomplished anything, I haven't reached my goal look how great they look and mm. i don't look like that or look mm. at where they're at i've never eaten that type of food before and <laughs> i want to right i've never been there i've never been to mm. that restaurant and again that's where it becomes unhealthy yeah where like always you need to stop check and reflect like okay where are these feelings coming from
1: yeah And i think it's true and it's you know Every there are people that unfortunately they, they get, they feel the whole gambit, which is that they feel the self-loathing. And then they also start hating on other individuals and feeling a certain type of way about it. Um, I think that I would think that the majority of the time people, what it does, it triggers the self-loathing, you know, why, why don't I have the flexibility? Why don't I have the financial stability? Why don't I have the time? Why don't I have the, this, and they start like, you know, reflecting on their lives, but from a negative introspection, which then causes them to see everything in their life as a problem. And they wish they can do what other people are able to do without realizing that when it comes to like reels, when it comes to social media, those are just snapshots of random moments. Yeah. You know, number one. So that picture that looks perfect, maybe be edited. Maybe it was their 900th picture because they yeah. were there for three hours trying to get a good picture, uh, you know. And it's also like you don't know what that person went through to get to that moment where they could enjoy that dragon fruit because you've never had dragon fruit <laughs> in your life. Like You know, it's kind of yeah. like, you know, those are the little things that people pick up on. Um, yeah. And I think that when you then take the aspect or, you know, the point of view to then feel negatively about the people that are enjoying life, quote unquote, based off what they're showing on social media, you know, that also is not the right way to go about it either. You know, because I think that at the end of the day are... The things that we consume in life whether it be through literature whether it be through visual entertainment whether it be through whatever how we interact in our social circles should not cause us to feel negative about ourselves or those around us so when you're having a situation like social media that's making you feel negative about yourself or the people that are quote unquote in your circle you know that's kind of like where you need to be like whoa i need to take a break so whether it is uh a, you know there's this big thing about people announcing their you know social media fast yeah, going the, on a break purge yeah they you know so if you don't yeah. See me for three days It's because I'm on A social media event. Yeah uh, You know So it's kind of like Maybe you do actually Need to do that mm-hmm. Take a break See you know Maybe the time That that allots you Now that you're no longer On social media for, for that long of a time Which maybe gives you Free time to kind of Put some stuff in order In your life To then be able to take advantages of certain things. Maybe you won't be able to take that train ride, you know, across the United States that they did. But maybe you take a train ride into the city. Maybe you won't be able to fly, you know, to the Caribbean. But you can do there's other things that you can do that bring you joy that make you feel like you're enjoying life, that don't make you feel like you're stuck. Um, And I think that for people that are, you know, career oriented or people that have a lot going on in church and leadership and on top of the fact that they're juggling a family and all that other stuff, you know, it can be difficult sometimes to enjoy the finer things, quote unquote, in life. And because of that, you need to make a conscious effort to figure out how to put that into your schedule.
0: Yeah, and I think it's really about the lens that you choose to look at your life and the life of others with, yeah, right? Because I think it really is all about perspective. Mm. So when you see a post on Instagram or you see a post on social media, and again, it's, it's people's highlight reel, right? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of times, you know, we hear this often, people don't post their bad days, they don't post, you know, their horrible moments. And I think that's why when people sometimes do that, mm. right, um, people love it right mm. when people post um, you know this happens a lot with like creatives and things like when they post like their writer's block mm. and they'll put like a notebook with like you know a few words written down and it, they're expressing you know I really just have writer's block I can't write people love stuff like that right or when people are designing <laughs> something and they're they're stuck with the design or or they say like you know this design is taking me so long I want to give up people love that and I think it's because of the relatability where mm. you know they obviously can feel similar emotions but for the most part social media is used to put your best foot forward you know yeah. what i mean to post the best part of your day the best part of your life the best part of your vacation and i think when you forget mm-hmm. and you look at it from a lens of this is real life mm-hmm. and this is what they're actually doing living and going through and this is what you know you begin to develop this narrative in your head that's not true you develop this story in your mind about these people that you see Mm -hmm. or about these reels or about life and about yourself that's not true Mm -hmm. like you said I'm sure we're all guilty of posting on social media and posting a great picture. But in our minds, when we look at that picture, we know Mm -hmm. of the headache we went through that day or we know what we were feeling that day, or we know the struggle it was to get to that place or Mm -hmm. the 25 things that didn't work out the way we wanted to, but nobody else sees that Mm -hmm. again. What lens are you using to, consume information you know yeah. what lens are you using to you know get to these conclusions of their life is so much better than mine or mm-hmm. i am missing out yeah. and i truly believe that as you get older as well and into your 20s and late 20s and 30s i think you know this is something that you really have to battle and and kind of mm-hmm. confront the idea of you know did i make the right decisions in my life mm-hmm. you know did i should i have gone you know to a different school should i have chosen a different career path should i have chosen a different state to live in you know, and all of these different things and then looking at other people, yep. you know, living a successful life, living in a beautiful home, having this job and that job, you know, um, it can be discouraging at times. Yeah. Right. If you let it, yes. you know, just recently I was, you know, over, um, you know, some family's house. and We had a lot of people we hadn't seen in a long time. And again, people that you see on social media that mm. they post the best part of themselves. So this individual, every time I see a post, they are dressed you know like they belong in a magazine Mm -hmm. they are smiling they're encouraging they're motivating and it was funny because hearing them you know talk about their job this is a part of their job Mm -hmm. right um and their job has nothing to do really with social media Mm -hmm. right um they expressed i can't wait till i'm done i can't wait till i'm out of this place Mm -hmm. and in my mind i was like Really? Because <laughs> on social media, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm, there are people that I'm sure look at you mm-hmm. and wish that they had what you had yeah. and you're here resenting it. And you're here talking about how hard it is and how difficult and the struggles. And mm-hmm. you're just, you just can't wait to get out. Yeah we don't see that, Mm -hmm. right? So there, you know, people are feeling Mm -hmm. bad about themselves, wishing they had that suit, wishing they had those shoes, wishing they had that watch. And here you are with all of those things, taking Mm -hmm. the pictures and smiling, but you're miserable and can't wait to get out of this job. Yeah.
1: And I think that the, the thing with that is that joy isn't found in always in the materialistic stuff. You know, you will find people that are living a life that is below the poverty line, or maybe don't have a huge house, or don't have a this, or don't have a that, that are enjoying life. Yeah. The same way that you find the people that have the millions and have the social media following and the influence and all that other stuff who are miserable, you know? And I think that you will find people that have an amazing job, and find work to be tough. And then yeah. you have people that have this what we would consider to be a super easy job and find work to be tough, too. You know, I think at the end of the day, people will find a reason to be um, upset or tired or complain because that's just part of human nature. You know, so those are the things that we just have to always, you know, it's like that's something that can't be on the slate. You yeah. know, one of the other things that I think about also is the idea that what well, would help people that suffer with FOMO, be able to move along in life a lot better would be if they came to the realization that life isn't fair. There are some people that maybe made all the wrong decisions in the world, but for some reason, they landed in all the right places, and you know you maybe made all the right decisions in, in your life, but it didn't work out the way that you thought it was gonna work out, the way that you had it planned. Um, and if you sit there loathing on all those things, on maybe I should have not did this, maybe I should have went for a different career path or whatever, you never find the opportunity to number one just enjoy the moments in which you're living in now, and then number two create a habit or create an opportunity to make a change and a difference in your life. You know it's so you don't realize a lot of people don't realize that when you sit down to complain or you sit down to self-loathe or you sit down to hate on other people in situations, how much time you waste doing that. If you took that same energy and applied it to bettering your life, listen, you would be unstoppable. And I think that's the biggest thing with FOMO, that a lot of people experience FOMO and it creates a, a cage for them instead of creating a motivation and inspiring them to do better. So if you're in this person that's experiencing FOMO or you see something that causes you to fear FOMO, the uh, fear of missing out and all that uh, the feelings that come with that, maybe you need to take a step back and just evaluate your life. Like, Maybe I need to get more organized. If I got more organized, it would free up some more time for me to then be able to do more extracurricular activities. Or maybe I need to look at my finances. Maybe, you know, I'm putting money in things that I don't need to be putting it in. You know what? If I switched a couple of things around, it may free up, you know, um, access money for me to go take a trip or for me to go watch a show in the city. You know, let it cause you to self-reflect in a positive way so you can make the changes. Because at the end of the day, if you're not happy where you are in life, that's okay. Okay. People find themselves in those positions, you know, many times throughout their life. But let's create an opportunity for you to do something about it.
0: And I think it's also recognizing that this may just be a season that you're going through. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. So someone else you're looking at someone else's, you know, accomplishment and someone else's life and family and home and job and all these different things. And everything's going great for them. They're winning, winning, winning. Um, and then you compare it to your life mm-hmm. and you see that you're losing, 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 you know? <laughs> and it's almost like, again, it's not fair, but this may just be a season mm-hmm. that's tough for you right now. And this is their winning season, but, but you don't get you didn't get to see the season where they struggled and the yeah. season where things were not fair and the yeah. season where they were in the same place as you were.
1: Yeah. But I think that the the more important thing is to not measure yourself by someone else's ruler. Don't yeah. measure. The only way I'll be happy is if I have a private jet, because you follow people on social media that have private jets, the chances of you getting a private jet, I'm sorry, it's slim to none. (laughs) So that if you never get a private jet, will you never be happy in life, regardless of all the accomplishments you get? So I think that that's the real important thing, that you really have to just look at your life, understand your status in the world, understand where you fall, and be like, you know what? I may not be able at the moment, unless something crazy happens, afford a private jet, get a mansion, not have to work and just experience life. I may not be able to do that now. So what are the moments in life that I can enjoy? What are the... Um, social events that I can attend and find joy in what are the things that I can do to make my life more happier
0: yeah and I think one of the negative side effects right of FOMO instead of you know we have this fear of missing out on things yeah so because of that fear we begin to say yes to everything oh that's true. and it's almost like we develop instead of FOMO it's almost like this fear in a way or like this drive to do everything and anything mm mm-hmm. So I think, you know, a lot of times people may have this attitude towards like young adults or teens mm-hmm. where they feel like, you know, young adult Christians and teens who feel like, you know, they're missing out on having fun because they got to go to church and they're Christian and they can't do certain things. But the mm-hmm. world has so much fun and, you know, I'm missing out on that. So they like to kind of, you know, throw the narrative of that's why they go and try things and that's why they do things. And that's why they partake in things because they feel like they're missing out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, where yes that could be true right I think even into adulthood we may carry some of those same habits Mm -hmm. and thoughts where we feel like every opportunity that comes our way needs our yes Mm -hmm. every idea that comes our way needs for us to do it now Mm -hmm. and we begin to say yes to all these different things because we fear feel and fear that the minute we say no Mm -hmm. to one thing we've missed out on our opportunity. That could have been the time where I could have gotten into that job. That could have been the time where my ministry could have exploded. That could be the time where all these people would come to know about my gift and who I am. And we begin to kind of fall into the trap of just saying yes all the time Mm -hmm. because we fear that if we say no, we're going to say no at the wrong time to the wrong opportunity that would have been the one to propel us to where we wanted to be or for us to get to that place
1: yeah and that's a that's a really bad mentality because i think about if you apply that in ministry you know like when you know how I was doing their thing and like miming and going to different events and stuff like that when if every day of the week you had to go to new jersey you had to go to pa you had to go to this you know that you had to constantly be going places you never create an opportunity for rest you never create an opportunity for you know to relax creatively you never create an opportunity to build on yourself and sometimes there are places that you should be not you should not be going to Period. You know, so when it comes in, when we apply that in ministry, I think it's important to understand that in reality, you should be allowing yourself to be um, guided by the Holy Spirit. So if you don't feel good about going to a certain place just because they invited you, you should not be going. And I think this is stuff that we've spoken about in other episodes in the pod. But then when you apply that to your life, sometimes you shouldn't just be going everything just to go, because if you really don't want to be there you're going to be miserable. It's going to be a complete waste of time. You're not going to be happy. You're going to be put in social situations that you didn't really want to be. But for the fact that, oh, I don't know, I just want to be in the know in case something goes down. It's
0: kind of like, that's a waste of time. There are people that simply go to a bunch of social events all the time And, you know, they have FOMO, but they're actually there. It's not that they're missing out. It's that they're literally there but have the fear that if they don't go Mm -hmm. and if they're not there, they're missing out on something. You know, they're going to miss out on either, you know, the latest gossip, the latest Mm -hmm. rumor, the news, what's going on. But also I think it's also a stem or root in insecurity Mm -hmm. where you're not secure or confident in friendships or in relationships that you have a fear that if I say no – you know, they may get mad at me and our they, friendship won't, invite may break me up. they won't invite me ever again. Yeah. If I say no, or if I actually admit and be honest that I'm tired today, mm. that it's not that I don't want to be there. It's just that I'm really tired. You know, they're not going to invite me again. And then I'm going to miss out. And then I want to be there and I want to be their friend and they're my friend and I need friends. And I don't want, you know, it's a yeah. whole cycle of negative emotions. So then we push ourselves to the limit. Mm. Right. So then we say, yes, we go. We're there. We're exhausted. We're tired. The next day we have to do something else. And then it's another you know, opportunity comes up, another invitation comes up, we say yes. And it's this cycle of saying yes to all of these different places and all these different things that demand a lot from us. Mm. Cause reality is you're there, right? And okay. You don't have FOMO because you're actually there. You're not missing out, but are the people around you getting the healthiest version of you, Mm. you know, are the people around you benefiting from who you are in that moment? Cause I can say yes to a lot of things, Mm -hmm. but if I'm tired, if I'm cranky, if I'm not feeling well, am I going to deliver? Am yeah. I going to give my 100%?
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, maybe, I don't know, but I also th- look at things sometimes from the, as- from the lens of the financial aspect, which is sometimes you can't say yes to everything. Cause you can't afford it. So yeah. even though you can be there physically and be the best you, but then you go home and now you don't have money because you know, you just spent it at this restaurant that everybody decided to go to. Plus it was someone's birthday. So you had to get them a gift and then they decided to split that person's bill. So now that added to your bill, you know, there's, a lot of times that happens and I remember there was a time where there was a lot happening. There was a lot of parties, a lot of birthdays, a lot of chelchas and Audis and stuff like that. And it had to be like, Okay, I'm not I'm not gonna be able to go to some of those. Did it, you know, was it like, oh, that kind of sucks because I would really want to go. But it was like, it's either that or I'm going to be broke, broke. Yeah. And it was like, all right, some things I'm not going to be able to go to. And that's OK. And especially when you have good relationships with these people, you can say that. You can be like, hey, I'm going to sit this. You know, I'm not going to be able to go with you guys to the city tomorrow because, you know, it's just I'm broke. I, I just I don't got it this week, you know, maybe next time. And if you guys have really good relationships, they're supposed to understand that. Maybe they'll be like, don't worry about it. I got you. But don't don't bank on that. They're not going to always have <laughs> you. <laughs> but sometimes they'll say, don't worry, I got you. Other times they'll be like, oh, no, I get it. I understand that was me last week. Yeah. You know, so you have to be also able because, you know, don't break bank and don't try to put, you know, this show that, oh, I can afford it. I can go here. I can go there. For I can what? do all this other stuff. But what? For what? So then you're complaining that you can't finish, you know, paying your bills for the month?
0: And at the end of the day, if you're doing it to impress those people, if you're doing it because you want to keep them around, if you're doing it because it'll make a great social media post, it's like all of those reasons aren't the right reasons. You know, and I think, you know, a lot of times you can fall into that trap, especially with the financial aspect of things. Mm. I think even as, you know, adults do this too, but I look from the perspective, I guess, you know, teaching, you know, at a school in high school, you know, kanye drops the latest sneakers yeezys you know the latest you know uh this the latest that it's like they're there wanting to buy it it's yeah. five four hundred dollars five hundred dollars sometimes it's their money that they saved up sometimes it's not their money and it's like no big deal it's their parents yeah. who cares right lucky them but you know <laughs> it's this whole idea of i need to get those sneakers yeah. i need to get this latest drop latest latest this latest that and again you carry that into adulthood mm-hmm. where it becomes we need the latest model of this we need this type of couch we need this yeah. type of house we need this type of car and it's this image that you you know try to put forth Mm. because again the fear of missing out you know the fear of missing out on not having these things the fear of missing out of not being able to say that i have Mm. you know this car this house this type of job the fear of missing out on you know people of high class and prestige because these are the type of people we you know associate with right again there's so many (laughs) different reasons why we do things and Mm. i think like always one of the things You know, I love about what we do and what we talk about is because in whatever topic it is, there's always room for self-reflection. Yeah. Right. Because that's what it really comes down to where whether it's FOMO, you know, whether it's, you know, the feelings of anxiety, of loneliness. Why are we feeling these things? Mm. Why is it that when I go on social media, I start feeling these negative emotions? What is it saying about myself? And it's giving yourself grace to know it's not that you want to beat yourself up. Mm-hmm. It's not that you wanna say, yeah, it's because, you know, I'm lonely and I'm depressed and I stink and I can't speak right and I can't, you know, keep a job and I can't, I didn't get an education. I grew up with no parents, I grew up with no siblings, right? Like you can go down the list of things that didn't go right in your life. Yeah. But it's really going beyond that where it's like, okay, but even with all of that, mm-hmm. why is this an issue for me? True. Like, what then can I do to fix this? How mm-hmm. can I overcome these feelings? Mm-hmm. You know, why do I, you know, want a vacation? so bad Mm -hmm. you know is it because I'm working and working and working and not resting Mm -hmm. is it because my mind is constantly going and I'm just mentally drained and tired and don't really want a vacation I just want to be able to shut my mind off Yeah. right so there are things that I think we just say like I need a vacation you don't really need a vacation I just think you need to be away for like two days and not think Mm -hmm. about your issue or Mm -hmm. think about your job or Mm -hmm. think about your situation so oftentimes, I think it's not so much the fear of missing out it it's everything else that comes before that feeling. True, right? And,
1: and you know, what I was thinking was the funny thing is that you know if the fear of missing out was used for the positive especially when we think about it in the spiritual realm you know what if you felt FOMO for not making it to a church service yeah what if you felt FOMO because you forgot to pray one day what if you forgot FOMO because you didn't read the word one day you know like if those were the things that we felt FOMO about it'll be completely different yeah you know it'll be like oh snap no you know it'll cause you to be more responsible in the spiritual realm if that's what you did yeah but unfortunately we feel FOMO about things that honestly aren't really that important yeah you know they're like the fun things the shiny stuff that looks you know entertaining and everything but they aren't things that are going to help you in life really it's not going to provide you that much growth really nine times out of ten unless it's like an, a career opportunity or certain things like that um and it's like man if we just put that energy and i keep saying this if we flip that energy and put it into something positive put it into something constructive or something to lift yourself up you would be indestructible. But because we allow in our humanness to uh, um, to let our negative feelings and emotions take control of us, it's just wasted time and opportunity. Yeah,
0: and it's funny because my dad says that a lot. The mm. idea of, you know, people... Um, not coming to a church service, let's say, and it's yeah. like, man, you know, maybe this was a day that that yes. prayer that you've been asking God for, he was going to answer you today. Mm. And you just, because you didn't want to come, obviously yeah. there are reasons sometimes you can't be there, but if you just choose not to, because you just don't feel like it, man, today really could have been the day. Have yeah. FOMO and say, you know what, I need to be there because this may be the day, this may be the moment, this mm-hmm. may be the opportunity. Um, And it's so true. It's almost like how to transfer all of those feelings and energy into the right place, yeah. you know? And I think it really comes down to you having to decide what matters Mm -hmm. what really matters is it the shiny stuff is it the (laughs) material possessions is it the friendships and the relationships and the connections Mm -hmm. is it the career what is it that matters to you the most and why. Because when it comes down to it, there are people that are very ambitious, people that have goals, dreams and aspirations that they want to accomplish everything. They wanna be this, they wanna be that. They wanna be able to go here, they wanna be able to go there and be successful and effective and all of those things are great. Mm -hmm. But what if you weren't called to do all of those things? True. Are you okay with saying yes to the one thing, Mm -hmm. no to everything else and being secure and confident that, you know what, this is the thing that God called me to. So I have to trust and not have the FOMO that I'm missing out on other blessings and opportunities because this is where God called me to. And I think that a big, you know, I a portion of FOMO and a big thing is knowing that FOMO will begin to eat away yeah. at you being content, yep. at you being satisfied, at you being happy. And ultimately is basically telling God, I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. I think that this path is better. I think this plan is better because if I do this, if I do that, I'll get the results I want. This Mm. will happen. I'll make these connections, but it seems like God, the path you want me on makes no sense. And how is that going to help me? Where is that going to bring me? And ultimately you're saying, God, I don't trust you. I Mm. don't trust that you have a plan and a purpose. I don't trust that financially you provide that you give me, you know, the, the, the joy, you give me the strength.
1: Yeah. I just, when I hear that and I agree with what you're saying, but I also think that a lot of times it's not that deep. It really comes down to, it's a bad habit that people have. Well, I think it's
0: not, it's not deep as far as maybe sometimes material possessions, mm -hmm. right. But I think once you get away from things that, maybe a very artificial and mm-hmm. now it's real life things mm-hmm. like your actual life. Mm-hmm. Forget about your shoes, your sneakers, but you know, God wants you to do a, mm-hmm. and you really don't want to do a because you don't like what that entails. Mm-hmm. So you think God really like, I think I am a great this, or I think this is what I should be doing. And it's almost like, if I don't go this route, is it going to work out for me? You know, am I missing out on, you know, the, the blessings that seem yeah. obvious in this direction, mm-hmm. where I think a lot of times that's where FOMO, you know, I think is a little more serious where it's yeah, away from like what you're wearing. But that's, you know? that,
1: that's <laughs> then entering disobedience. That's really what it comes down to. That then then you're entering a realm of disobedience and not trusting in God and, you know, thinking that you know better than he does. Yeah. Um, you know, but when I think that when we speak about FOMO, it's really more of an internal struggle. You know, it's not a thing where God is telling you to do something and then you're deciding to do something else It's really more you envisioning certain things for yourself that you see other people have and other people are experiencing and want to experience into but don't know how to get there. So instead of you creating a path to get closer to what that means to experience those things, you sit there and you self-love, you sit there and you complain and all that other stuff.
0: I agree with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that there are people (laughs) that sit there and do those things. Right. But then I believe there are people that don't sit and loathe. They Mm. act negatively.
1: Like you're saying on a negative thing or.
0: Well, no, it Mm. doesn't always have to be negative, but Mm. again, if we're, it's disobedience. Mm. So instead of sitting and loathing and being upset at myself that I'm not this person, I'm going to go out and be a version of myself that God did not create me to be. But I'm doing that because I fear that I'm missing out on opportunities. I fear that I'm Mm. missing out on things. So instead of just sitting back and not really doing anything but being upset, I'm actually moving forward with stuff that I wasn't technically called to do Mm. right now or wasn't meant to do right now. But I'm doing it because I fear that if I don't do this, I'm missing out on what I think these things will bring me. Hmm. Okay. (laughs) I don't I don't disagree with you. I do I know we're I saying the same thing.
1: I think so. I think we're just going in circles. But at the end of the day, what we're really, you know, trying to get across to everyone is that the idea of FOMO is something that no one should feel ashamed about. Yeah. Everybody experience it, whether it's something uh, huge or something like simple, wh- whatever it is. You know, these are feelings and emotions and experiences that we all have. But what we're encouraging people to do is really take the opportunity to create a better space for yourself, a better mental environment for yourself, a better emotional place for yourself where you can find joy and peace in the things that you are able to partake in. Yeah. And if you want to do better and you do want to strive for more and for greatness, then put in the work to do that and it may not be you know and be happy in the journey of it you know you may not get to X Y and Z that quick but the in the process in the middle of everything there's things to find joy in and you know and going with along with what you were saying I think that at the end of the day and everything we do and every decision we want to make we have to make sure it aligns with what God wants for us as well Yeah. you know so don't take this as, an, as me saying you know oh, I'm not you know no fear of missing out I'm gonna create my own opportunities I'm just gonna get up and move and do this and do that did God even want that for you like were you even supposed to do that where you're supposed to be waiting you know because like you said in the beginning you know there are seasons and moments that we have in our lives where unfortunately we're not able to partake in certain things and you need to be okay with that you need to be okay with the fact that you know what this is just my season where i have to sit out on a couple of things and you know what i'm trusting in god that an opportunity is going to be created where then i'll be able to jump back into the swing of things um you know so in all of it it really is about Finding joy, finding peace in the moments and the opportunities that you have around you. And if you have the ability to shift things around, shift them around. And as always, just make sure that everything you do is directed by God
0: and listen I mean Paul is the best example of this and this is something that even as you read it it's like it sounds so cute but it's so hard to live (laughs) you know when he says Philippians 4 I'm not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstance I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation whether well-fed or hungry whether living in plenty or in want I can do all this through him who gives me strength and that sounds so nice (laughs) but when you are in the middle of fomo it's so hard you know but again it's learning and uh, going back to that song "Gyra." all nine minutes and 43 seconds of that song (laughs) it's the idea that you have to learn to be content yes and ask god god help me be content Mm. you know help me it's hard to just be like you know what if this is what my life is right now then it's okay yeah. you know and to um, let go
1: of the idea of what it could have been yeah you need to let it go yeah. don't stay in the could have would have should have yeah and just be like you know what the moment passed the opportunity passed maybe something would have happened but it didn't you know what yeah. we don't know let's keep it moving and
0: you can do all that through christ who gives you strength
1: Amen. So with that, you know, I think it's the perfect way to end. We want to thank you for tuning in to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. As always, you can catch us.
0: Yes. Follow us on social media at God Life Culture Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. If you're watching us on YouTube, be sure yes. to subscribe, like, comment, share. Send this podcast to someone today. Find us on Instagram, find our reels, share our reels, spread it around. And thank you again for being a part of this podcast journey. Tune in every Monday yes. for a brand new episode.
1: Yeah. So thank you once again for tuning in to the latest episode of the God Life Culture podcast. That's God, God Life Culture. Culture. Until next
0: time. See ya. Bye.